an interesting one on the ninja side actually was I remember when we first first started out. I was reaching out to a lot, a lot of other product owners in our space for looking for advice and just making connections and trying to network. And I uh, was chatting to another head honcho of another very successful business in our space. And I'm like, dude, I'm starting out. It's going really well. You know, how, how do I, how do I make the billions of dollars? Like, what's the secret sauce to like, how do I get the hockey stick just kicking in to just skyrocket this business? And he basically just told me, man. Uh, there is no secret sauce. It is just hard work every day, all day. Just keep going nonstop. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. All right. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. Matt, how are you, mate? G'day, Tim. What is going on today, mate? I'm bloody excited for today. It's going to Ooh, be it's it's a special one. It is a special one. And joining us today is uh is Chris. Now, Chris is a co-founder and self-proclaimed head honcho of Studio Ninja, uh, which is a client management software system that takes care of all of the admin tasks associated with running a business. We absolutely love that. And Many of you would know that Matt and I have actually been using Studio Ninja for a couple of years now and are massive, massive fans. The impact that Studio Ninja has had on our business is basically astronomical. It really is. And, and we, well, I myself attribute much of like my success and how productively I run my business down to that software and the team at Studio Ninja. So Chris, we are pumped to have you on, mate. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. And it's nice to hear that the software has helped you both uh, on your journey. So I love hearing that. That's good. That's what we want. And mate, before we dive into here about student injury and chat through, I guess, like how great this software is and how much it has changed our businesses, uh, we're going to throw you under the bus a little bit. We're going to just get to know you a little bit, do a couple of quick fire questions. And the answers are whatever comes into your brain first or quickest so <laughs> if I'll, I'll, I'll go first i'll go first don't don't I, I love yeah. this <laughs> freaking ice, me out guys let's go ice baths yes or no oh yeah every day oh love that <laughs> we knew we knew it we were talking before we were like we bet you he's an ice bath kind of guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i'm in the bay every morning so i jumped in the bay this morning before this call so i'm uh still shivering a little bit but yeah every day man <laughs> he's saying that i was i've got a hot water bottle on my feet <laughs> <laughs> how good uh favorite beverage oh i love a um, a bulletproof coffee if you guys know what that is i don't explain I don't. more uh oh it's just this uh basically um coffee it sounds a bit crazy so don't freak out but coffee mixed with organic ghee which is like fat oh, uh, with some mct oil oh. and then blend that all up and that'll that'll get you going for the day after nice bath so that's, <laughs> that's one of the favorites <laughs> That's that's interesting. I, I love that. Yeah, I love that. All right. Uh, what book are you reading at the moment? I'm not reading a book at the moment, but I'm 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 loving. Um, there's this new podcast that I've sort of recently got into, which is the Bedros Koulian Show. Um, all about you know male health, business, uh, money, just just finances and living your best life sort of stuff. Good motivational podcast for all. All of you out there, but at the moment Sick. I'm um, I'm stalling on the book stuff for now. Just trying to enjoy. I don't know. 
just I'm actually usually in the, in the audiobooks, but even now I'm kind of just having a break from that and just enjoying some peace and quiet at the moment. Yeah, letting my own thoughts uh, run wild for for a couple of months. <laughs> How good. Love that. What is the most memorable piece of advice you have received in your life? God, there's so many, but an interesting one on the ninja side actually was, I remember when we first first started out, I was reaching out to a lot, a lot of other product owners in our space for looking for advice and just making connections and trying to network and uh, was chatting to another head show of another very successful business in our space. And I'm like, dude, I'm starting out. It's going really well. You know, how, how do I... How do I make the billions of dollars? Like, what's the secret sauce to like, how do I get the hockey stick just kicking in to just skyrocket this business? And he basically just told me, man, uh, there is no secret sauce. It is just hard work every day, all day. Just keep going nonstop. And just the, the, the grind of it and just, just the grit of just every day, just one step forward, consistency. It was interesting advice, so not exactly what I wanted to hear. I'm like, oh, I was really hoping for that secret sauce. Because <laughs> yeah. um, we, we and- always, we're looking for those shortcuts, aren't we? And then yeah. uh, I think once you get into it, you're like, yeah, it's really just like improving that baseline like one day at a time. Yeah, yeah. that one, 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 1% every day, right? Uh, compounding makes quite a big change over time. So yeah, it's like it was eight years ago that I spoke to that guy. And uh, we're still friends today, and I've shown him our growth curve, and it's as straight as a broomstick, right? <laughs> so I'm like, thanks for the advice, but uh, you're right. It's just, it's just, uh, there's no curve in my case. Um, no Facebook story here, but uh, just consistently, just grinding, just, just trying to be a little bit better every day. Love, love it, it. love it. And if you could go anywhere in the world tomorrow, where would it be? Do you like traveling? You know what? As I'm in my old age, now I'm 40, I'm a little bit less interested in just like visiting cities and more, I don't know, I'm, I'm more into nature these days. So I could I could easily uh, spend some time in the mountains of Canada or I'm keen to go to Japan, do some snowboarding in Japan, into sort of the adventure nature stuff these days. So Sign me up. That'd be sick. Yeah, yeah, Canada. I'd love to go to Japan. Japan. That'd be so good. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah Even yeah, just yeah. before this, Matt and I like were sending each other like uh, GoPro like action videos of like those like ripping up and shredding like the slopes in japan man we gotta get to threadbow this year (laughs) (laughs) actually i did a wedding in threadbow and um a few years ago and i didn't take i I could only have time for a day trip like i had to get back for kids and stuff so one night and then day of the wedding and i i drove back the same day and i didn't take my snow gear and we finished shooting the ceremony and the couple was like, oh, let's go up to the summit and, and ride down. I'm like, oh, I don't have a board. I don't have anything. So one of the guests is like, did I just hear you said you didn't have a board? Here, borrow mine. So I borrowed his, <laughs> uh, basically, I was in my wedding gear and uh, <laughs> snowboard boots and a snowboard and headed up to the summit of uh, Threadbow. That's and sick. shot a whole bunch of cool stuff up there and had a bottle of schnapps with the couple. And then the funny end of that story is actually, he was a pretty good skier. I'm, I'm fine at snowboarding. And she was sort of beginner intermediate skiing down this hill uh, in her wedding dress. Everyone's just like, yeah, this is so sick. But as she's going down, her wedding dress is just filling with snow. Oh. She had like just the, the material of the dress was just like basically scooping it up. <laughs> yeah, she had a few falls on the way down. I could kind of, I could kind of sense some tension brewing. So I'm like, I'll, I'll leave you guys to it. I'm just gonna <laughs> Go cruise down. And, yeah, 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 yeah. I think. Uh, <laughs> um, but she got down in one piece, and I think it made his day that uh, they did that together. So it was a really awesome day. That's a bucket list item. That for is me. It, like if yeah. I could shoot a like a snow wedding where the couple are keen to do a bit of an adventure or something like that. Like, yeah, 
I'd be all for it. So if you're out there listening and you're like, I want to do that, hit me up. Yeah. Um, I'm there for it. I'll uh, I'll do you a sweet deal. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, man, it was so <laughs> sick. And luckily, like, Bluebird Day and there was lots of snow, no wind. It was just a magic oh, One in a million, that one. We'll never forget that one. How good. Well, mate, it's uh, it's always nice to kind of throw these quick fire questions uh, to you and throw you under the bus a little bit and just to kind of, like, pick your brains a little bit early on before we kind of talk all the goodness. But- um, I before we kind of like clicked record this morning, we uh, we were having a bit of a chat, and you told us a whole bunch about you already, and so we were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa stop! Hold the horses! We're uh, we need to first record on this because we're excited to hear." So maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself um, and how this journey started for you to get to the point you are today of creating Studio Ninja. All right, I'll give you the short-ish version. So Melbourne, born and raised. Uh, I've been shooting weddings photography since uh, it's my 17th or 18th year now. Um, I got into the industry finishing a multimedia design degree and then my roommate at the time was working for a wedding photography studio and I had basically zero interest in the space up until that moment and uh, I was recovering from a snowboard accident actually, speaking of snowboarding. <laughs> had a pretty serious injury back in the day that I was recovering from, just wearing a neck brace at home for six months. Oh, wow. And just an just kind of Yeah, it's, that's, a, that's a story for another day. But um, And my roommate was, was working for this very, very busy studio, and they were just really far behind in their post-production. So I chatted to the boss and said, hey, man, if you need some help with retouching, you can just flick me some stuff and I can do it at home. And then he's like, well, I prefer you come into the studio. So I started doing that in a neck brace and enjoying the retouching. And then I just sort of thought, wow, these photos are beautiful. Um, pulled them aside. I'm like, can you teach me how to shoot? And he said, well, you got the personality for it. Let's let's do it. So Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, retouching. And then 5 p.m. to 9 p.m., setting up the studio and helping him, you know, with all the family portraits and model stuff in the studio. And then Saturday, Sunday all day assisting weddings. That was kind of my life for about a year, just working, you know, 12 hour days, seven days a week. You know, hindsight's always funny. At the time, I thought I was in hell, but now I'm like, that was just the best apprenticeship ever. Like just learned everything. 100%. And it's kind of hard to find those opportunities these days because there yeah, aren't as many big studios. That. Yeah, no one really does so it. You were obviously hungry though as well. Like I feel like that... There's quite a fair bit of ambition there. Oh yeah, I mean, me and my girlfriend talk about this these days where I don't know if it was just immigrant family or just an upbringing where I just was hungry just by nature. Whereas, you know, they always say kids these days are a bit soft and a bit, uh, yeah. you know, aren't as hungry as maybe we were back in the day. So I'm not sure what's happening there, but, um, you know, I enjoyed it. I wasn't getting paid very much, but I kind of knew I was getting a free education at the time, which I appreciated. So then from there, I ended up working for another commercial photographer, and then I worked for another wedding studio, and then I worked for a family portrait studio in Richmond, in Melbourne, which was an awesome, awesome, again, apprenticeship, learning the ropes of standing, the whole process from standing in shopping centers, looking for clients all the way through to the sales calls, the shooting, the retouching, and the selling itself. So it had a quite nice overall broad understanding of the wedding and portrait market. And then I started my own business and I was like 21 or 22 and been self-employed ever since, shooting weddings in Melbourne, around Australia. I've done a few overseas ones uh, and New Zealand, which has been just fantastic. Um, and then pretty much this whole time over that sort of 17 years of shooting, I kind of deep down knew that I did not want to be, you know, like 60 years old and continuing to shoot. No offense to the 60-year-old photographers out there, absolutely <laughs> cool, but um, I just kind of just knew I needed to kind of create other income streams or other, other sort of things. So I set up a lot of other random businesses over the years. You know, I thought they would be 
good at the time, obviously, like anyone studying a business, but they failed for different reasons. Yeah, I um, had a like a hens party directory. I set up a topless waitering business uh, for hens parties. I had a photo booth business, a co-sharing office space business, uh, studio hire, all this, all these different things, which some did okay, some not so much, some I just naturally lost interest. So. Yeah. But I guess, you know, my friends were giving me shit about it. Like, oh, another another business failed. When are you just going to settle? I'm like, you know, what? I don't really see it as a failure. I see it as just like a learning curve towards the next thing. And um, that next thing eventually became Studio Ninja. So I was driving to a wedding one day, uh, eight years ago now. And, you know, I kind of, I was all engrossed in, in business podcasts and business audiobooks about online marketing and about all, all things business. And um, I remember listening to one podcast about what it's like to run a software company. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder if I could run a software company. Um, so yeah, one day I was driving to a wedding and thought the current solution that I was using at the time as my photography business uh, software, although it was good, I was just using only about 10% of it. So there was just, I was just finding myself logging in and just being surrounded by clutter that I just personally just never looked at or needed for my business. So then I thought, holy crap, maybe, maybe there's an opportunity to build something similar to what I'm currently using, but way simpler, way more intuitive, built with like my photographer brain involved in it. So it works the way that I think it should work. And it's, 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 it's simple. It's, it's easy to learn. It's enjoyable to use. I thought, holy shit, maybe I could do something like that. So then... I was actually really excited. So I wrapped up that wedding and I got home. I got up super early, like five o'clock the next morning. And I started mocking up a website for it, a landing page. I mocked up some designs. And then I actually thought, okay, so I I told everyone in the world that I knew about it on all the Facebook groups that I was a part of. And I'm, like, I'm going to build this thing. It's going to be so sick. It's going to be the best thing ever. Who wants to pay me some money now uh, in advance to kind of you know, help me out. Uh, in exchange, I would offer them half price for life, right? On this thing that didn't exist at the time. And a hundred people signed up and a hundred people ended up paying me uh, an annual subscription, essentially, uh, in advance on the idea. So that's when I thought, you know, this, this idea has got legs. It's been validated. People tell, are telling me that they want it and they're actually willing to part with their money. Yeah, to, just on the base of an idea. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just, you know, sometimes friends could be like, oh, that's a good idea, Chris. You should, you should do it. But when actually, when people that you don't know are giving you their money, it, it really validates it a lot more. So then I told my now business partner about it. So Ewan uh, was renting an office out of our studio. He runs or ran a, a digital agency. He's a UX designer. So we would always shoot the shit over lunch and talk about business. And I'm like, Ewan, I've got this business idea. It's called Studio Ninja. It's got 100 clients already. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I think I'm going to go for it. And he's got lots of experience with developers and design, obviously, and just running bigger teams. So the next day he emailed me saying, hey, Chris, I think I can add a lot of value to this idea. Um, How do you feel about having a business partner? I thought, let's do it, man. So eight years ago, we teamed up and Ewan basically designed the whole thing. And he has a lot of skills that I don't have and vice versa. Just the end of this, this story is we spent about six months building it to the first version, where at the time I was so naive, I thought, awesome, man, we're going to launch this thing and I'm going to end up retiring and drinking pina coladas on some Jamaican beach, just (laughs) chilling out. I thought we'd get millions of users on day one and we did a whole bunch of marketing and we launched it in February of 2016. And one person signed up. We had one customer in February. I'm like, oh man, it's not exactly what I had planned. And then in kept going, became friends with that customer and got some feedback and 
uh, March, we had three customers, and then we had nine customers, and then we had 15, and then 28, and then every month, <laughs> a few more and a few more. Um, it was a super, super tough slog in the first sort of three or four years. Uh, just slowly, you know, but we were very close with our customers as we still are today. We became friends with all of them. We're chatting with them regularly, asking what they need. I mean, I had a good idea of being a wedding photographer, what I wanted the software to do. So I had quite a lot of ideas in the early days, but there was just things that I missed that they picked up on. And like, Chris, have you thought of this? I suggest you do this, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, you can't build everything, but I loved how passionate these, you know, the first four, well, even now, but the first sort of four years of customers were really along for the ride from from day, like in the early stages where I'm even too embarrassed to even look at it. Like the first version, man, was just a was just a joke. Yeah. What version are you up to now? Just for pure, just like roughly, what would you say? Like, would you, do you even have an idea? Like, is it like a hundred? Is it like 10? No, I mean, we release updates like every two to four weeks. So we've done hundreds <laughs> yeah. of them. It's just, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's a massive not, thing. Yeah. About Studio Ninja as well. Like the support and it's a continual updates as well, which is, yeah, really interesting. But I suppose without you going through like the changes and like the points of failure, like with those previous businesses, it's almost like it was leading up to that point. And without that experience, you never really, like, even though you say it's a, it was a slog for four years, but yeah. you've laid that groundwork with those, like, what you've called failed businesses. But really, it's just, it's just the next baseline, man. Like, it's really interesting that you uh, say that. But, like, going back, like, before Studio Ninja, you mentioned you had a CRM before but it perhaps wasn't performing and wasn't doing the things that you weren't, um, well, you weren't using it to its capability. But how did you manage like your clients' bookings, your workflows? Like, did you have a system? How did you run your photography business like back then? Good question. So like anyone, you know, f first year of business, I had like, I don't know, five or 10 weddings. And then I sort of grew from there up to sort of 40, 50 for the majority of the 18 years, you know, and as I started creeping up to sort of the 40s, the 30s or 40s, you know, like any like anyone probably has a similar experience, things just start getting a bit too stressful. And I, I'm noticing that like chasing contracts was a mission, getting oh, no. following up with invoices was a mission. I was taking quite a long time to get back to leads. Just my to-dos were kind of blowing out over way too long. It was taking me too long to edit weddings. Just like things start cracking, right? So um, I started noticing that I wasn't able to provide the same level of service to every single one of my, of my weddings. It wasn't consistent. Like I was forgetting things here. I was having brides or grooms call me, you know, a day before the wedding. Hey, Chris, were we supposed to meet about creating a schedule? I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I forgot to do that. Yeah. Let's do it now. Or, um, you know, couples calling me after the wedding. Hey, Chris, were we supposed to pay you before or after the wedding? I'm like, oh my God, you were supposed to pay me a month before the wedding. I'm sorry. I forgot to send the invoice. Yeah. And just that stuff was becoming quite regular. Um so I reached out to a bunch of friends and said, hey, do I need to hire someone? Like, what do people do at this stage? And they said, dude, just get a get a CRM, just get a, you know, a studio management software, which I didn't actually know existed at the time. So I ended up trialing, you know, this is uh, like 10 or 12 years ago now, um, ended up trialing all the ones that were available at the time and um, ended up, you know, I didn't like them for different reasons, yep. either too difficult to get started not intuitive, complicated, too many feature overwhelm or, and again, this is personal, but like some of them were just, I just didn't like the design of them. They were just, in my opinion, just prehistoric looking. And I felt like I was just using Excel yeah. or whatever. So I just was like, I'm not going to pay for this. So I ended up settling for one of them, like I said before, and it was, it was fine. Um, it did the job. It was very powerful, but 
you know, I'm sort of logging in most days and I'm using like 10% of the whole system just because that's all I needed to run my business. It did the it did the contract, it did the invoicing, it did some automation, and then the rest was just like actually quite stressful. Like I'm like, what is all, I don't actually understand what all this other stuff is doing behind the scenes. Yeah. I hope it's not doing anything I don't want it to do. So that's where I came. I just, I just sort of noticed over time the software that I was using, like, hmm. It's kind of getting more complicated. It's taking yeah. not really the way I would have built it. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I, I can't fathom the idea of actually like not running like a business without like a system, without a CRM and without Studio Ninja. And I, I like, I'm one of those guys that's like, I've got a Excel uh, spreadsheet for everything. And I was running my business with an Excel spreadsheet. And I remember um, Matt and I had a conversation when we met in 2019, we shot a wedding together and I was still using, I think I was shooting like 30 weddings at the time and I was still using um, a spreadsheet and I was like, I just haven't found the right CRM yet. Like I haven't found the right system. And like as a creative, you want something that like has an aesthetic to it that matches your brand or something that's personalized. And like for me, they just weren't, there was nothing out there that matched what what I wanted. Um, And I also didn't have the time to look because like, as a videographer, where it's so many hats, I'm like, yeah, emails. I want to remember to send out invoices. I was still manually sending out invoices four years ago, which is yeah. crazy. Tim, Tim's <laughs> still crazy. Uh, Tim's still on my referral code system. Like he's like, <laughs> I looked the other day and I saw and it was like, oh, like Timothy Black and I. And I'm like, oh, what the heck? Like I forgot that like I was the one that like kind of was like kicked Tim into mm. gear and was like, you need to use this thing, mate, because. Even for me, like when I swapped, I don't know even know how I was doing things like literally printing out like, you know, going onto like Excel or Word documents and creating invoices and sending them manually and asking clients to like print out contracts and questionnaires and making them fill it out and scan it and send it back to me or take photos of it or, you know, and then having to like catalog all of those like photos and keeping track of it all is just horrible. So like, you know. Nowadays, for me, when I'm uh, I'm shooting a lot of weddings, and I don't even have to think about it anymore, and I bloody love it. I think it's the best thing ever. Um, my wife loves it too. It's, it's not feasible to run a business like with this with how many hats no, that we wear. Not at all. Like an accountant, social media manager. Like like you, the list can go on. Like with the features that and the things that you have to do within your business, you would burn out so quickly. And for me, like I, don't know, I feel like I'm getting older, and I'm valuing like the time that I'm saving but still providing a high-end client experience as well. Yeah, man, it's it's interesting. I, I don't want this to be a big sales pitch for Ninja, so we'll talk kind of broadly. It doesn't matter what you're using. I suggest that someone uses something because you kind of don't know how good it is until you try. Like you sort of, you're in your own day-to-day stuff. It's like it's part of my job to send invoices and get contracts signed and do all the admin. People think it's just part of running a business, which it is. But, you know, once this stuff can be automated, like I'm full... I guess being Ninja co-founder, but I'm just like, so much of this stuff can be outsourced and automated. And I know it's scary at first, potentially, because it's just unknown. You know, one, one story, oh, so many stories. Like one, one really simple <laughs> example for, you know, it's like, you know, there, are, there, are, there are definitely like three or four emails that you would send to every single client that you shoot. And it's the same, no doubt it's the same email. Like they book you, you would send them a thanks for booking, right? Thank you so much for booking. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited. Here are the next steps. You know, this is what's going to happen. Send, right? And then like, for example, a month or two before the wedding, you would you would send a follow-up. Hey guys, the wedding's coming up. Awesome. I'm really excited. You know, let's organize a time to to, to, to put together your schedule of the day. You know, here's some, here's some questions in advance. Like these emails are no doubt exactly the same for every single client, right? 
And they don't know that, but they, you know, it's part of the process. So to think that um, one, you need to actually write it physically or copy and paste it from somewhere to every single client and then remember to do it. So potentially put a calendar reminder to like, you know, send Jenny and Matt an email on yeah. this date. Like it just, that just requires brain power, right? It doesn't matter how, if it's a copy and paste job, it's still, it still eats up into a bit of your day. So that as well as many other things, but that one example can totally be automated, man. Like a system can totally send those emails to your clients. And I know some people have this interesting what's it, argument, it's like a debate with some photographers and videographers that tell me, you know, it's really important. They would say to me, it's really important that my the experience with me is personalized. So I really want my communication to be personalized. I'm like, I get that. You, you can still have your own language, your your own tone, like everything. Like those those emails, I think they think it's gonna sound generic. But you can be like, hey guys, what's up? How's your day going? You know, any way that you would normally communicate can be 100%. can be used in the like the email that you'd normally write. It's just it could be as personalized, as funny as whatever you want it to be. Uh it just I just strongly believe that like taking it off your plate, like the client will know no different. What it does as well is is standardize is that all of your clients are now getting the same experience, right? Um, you know, and they'll, they'll respond to those emails and then you can manually, you know, put your own personality into whatever you want. But like that, that one example, or even like an invoice reminder, right? Like that, when I used to do that manually, and maybe you guys did too, like I would send an invoice, the client wouldn't pay and I would forget to follow up or I yeah. would. And if I do... <laughs> I felt guilty. It's like, okay, hey guys, sorry to bother you. Um, just checking. Um, you know, I know you're busy. Um, uh, you know, whatever's going on. Um, can you please pay? Right. And it's um, awkward to ask for money too, right? Like that's the <laughs> thing. Like it is weird to ask for money. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. So if your system's doing it for you, and actually in the ninja case, I that example, I actually make it sound generic, like it's a system email. Hey, Jenny, this is an automated message to let you know you've got a payment due. Please click here to pay it, right? So then they can't get angry at you. It's not your fault. They're not paying. It's, it's, a, it's a system following them up. Yeah. And... You never, ever have to chase payments again. It's just like a no-brainer. Yeah. I, I, I've customized, obviously, my my like my CRM. Like I've customized Studio Ninja. I've customized everything within it to suit like my brand because the, the number one thing for me is I want to make sure that I provide a high-end client experience. And I, I was, was lucky in the fact that I did start and I did join Studio Ninja at a time where, yes, maybe I had 30 or so weddings, but... It was at a point where I could scale to like 35 the next year, 40 the next year, because I had like the system in place. But I always wanted to maintain a very high level of client experience. And what that meant was like for, for my email templates, like I send out a lot of them, but I'm very confident that it's the same experience for each couple that come through. And year on year, I've been more comfortable taking on more clients and scaling a little bit more because I know I can provide the same experience to each couple that comes through. And like, that's just the amazing thing. So would you say like, at what point in someone's like wedding creative business, would you say, should you have a CRM? You know, this is debatable too. Like you either get it when you're like drowning, which is the, that's kind of <laughs> what's obvious to people. It's like, oh my God, I can't handle this anymore. I need something. <laughs> So that's, that's when people normally do it. I would suggest being more proactive than that. And because um, it does two things. It also sets you up for success as well. So if you're shooting five or 10 weddings, I know you may not need it at that point, but it creates a sense of professionalism in the early stages. Like your contract suddenly look nicer. Your invoicing suddenly looks nicer. Your communications, you know, you, you got a bit of time to fine tune your communications with the clients. So I would say, you know, at the sort of the, the five or 10 wedding mark, it's, it's probably worth, because um, it also... 
at that stage, you're still kind of learning everything, like the shooting side, but also the admin side. Hmm. So because you're new to it, you might be spending way too much time, even with those five weddings or 10 weddings, trying to figure it out. So um, getting yeah. Ninja or any software for that, for that um, example in early will free up your brain to then do more marketing, to grow faster, for example. Like if you're no longer having to use your brain to send those emails or those reminders or anything else that it does, you've got more time to think about finding more clients, you know, finding more referral channels or whatever you're going to do in your marketing side. Um, so from, yeah, it's kind of like, I would say earlier is better, again, with Ninja or any system, just to, I don't know, it kind of just makes your business a bit more real at that point. Like you're no longer just like, yeah fumbling with post-it notes and stuff you kind of have a system right yeah 100 uh, well, like, I, I found i found like that as well that like even seeing like the let's call it is it the forecasting i suppose and and i guess a bit of just like that general information about like you know uh like how much money am i going to make in the next finance or the next uh calendar year how much money or how many like inquiries have i had where have those inquiries come from like all of those things for me especially even though i was shooting a bit when i first started with studio ninja like it was still motivating to kind of like watch either my income grow or watch my like leads come in and see where those leads came from. Like all of those things um, is motivating. So even if you do only have like five weddings or, you know, and things like that, like that's still a great and motivating factor to get something like Studio Ninja, which does have that ability to like show, um, you know, like what the future looks like and what you've done in the past that's worked really well and how you can improve on that. I mean, if you're looking in most days and you straight away visually see, you know, this graph of like your growth, you're like, oh my God, like let's, let's push, let's push, let's push. Or like you said, those lead sources, it is interesting with that because um, often people don't track their leads if they don't have a system. So, you know, they get a lead from Google, they get a lead from a, a wedding venue, they get a lead from Insta. But, um, you know, over time, if you suddenly log in and you see this pie chart and it's like 90% are coming from a venue and the rest are coming from like trickling from whatever, it's like, holy crap, like, Venues are obviously a good way of getting some business. You know, one, let's send this venue a gift or, you know, something to say thank you because I haven't been keeping track and now I know. And two, it'll prompt you to go find more venues. For mm. example, like if one, you know, maybe Instagram is where the majority of your leads coming from. So you can kind of capitalize on that and be like, cool, let's push Insta harder because it's working well. Now that I know it's working well, Let's let's go hard on that channel or it's a it's a wedding expo or whatever it is. Kind of like logging in most days into your account and seeing this stuff visually in your face prompts ideas. And it's motivating, like you said. So For sure. Right. Like it definitely drives like where you're getting the most ROI on your time, like as well. Like I know for me, like I can I love looking at that pie chart seeing where like my leads are coming from. Because it helps like like forecast and direct, okay, like where like should I be spending like most like most of my time? Which is which is really interesting, and like, who would have thought? Like, because we we've got one for the like the podcast as well, like lead source from the podcasting. Like, you know what? Like, by actually providing like value, like to couples and creatives, like out there, like the ROIs, we're actually we we have like a, a source of leads that are coming through, like which is a good like lead generation source as well, which is pretty cool. Um, and it's it's always like when you've got that data, you can make strategic decisions like based on your business. And the barrier to entry of a CRM like, is nothing. Like it, it really, like it really is nothing. So I think if you are a creative out there and you're listening and you don't have a CRM or if you're still using Google Sheets or Excel, please give us a buzz. We'll, we'll jump on a call for free and we'll walk you through like, how beneficial <laughs> having a CRM is. <laughs>
Yeah, for like the 30 bucks a month, which you'll make back off like one one hundredth of one wedding, right? Yeah. It's just for, for the value it brings. Like often I would like j almost just the invoice reminders alone, like just that out of the other hundred things that we offer, like is, is almost just worth it. Like it just removes all that stress. I mean, if you're doing, in your case, Matt, you've got a hundred whatever weddings. I mean, that's a lot of payment reminders throughout <laughs> yeah. a year, right? So yeah. if like, if you're having to do that manually, it is a, it's a quite a lot of, quite a lot of work. I just wouldn't do it, to be honest. Like I'd probably be in a position where just I'm like, free. <laughs> yeah, like I'd be forgetting who I've like, you know, sent like invoices to and, you know, just staying on top of it. So like for me, like, as I said, like from the start, like it's been a game changer for the business and I 150% wholeheartedly believe I would not be in this position I am today, which I am shooting a large portion of weddings that like, you know, I wouldn't be in this position doing that if we didn't have something like, you know, Studio Ninja. Yeah. I suppose like, you know, for me, like I I've been using it for a long time and I, I, I love it. And maybe I was like, me and Tim were talking about having you on. We were like super excited. And I was like, just this question popped into my mind. And I'm actually like, I'm genuinely interested because I might not be doing this. But is there like a part of like Studio Ninja that you're like most creatives that are using it are like not utilizing it well? Like, is there a certain aspect of, uh, the program that you guys have? Probably the biggest one is the workflows, which kind of doesn't make sense because I, I assume that everyone is just using the workflows, but I've I've been seeing a lot of empty workflows in a lot of users' accounts. You know, I know you've had Rick listed on the podcast, so he might've touched on this stuff as well, but um, the workflows, you know, for those listening is essentially just a list of to-dos, right? Uh, for every wedding that you shoot or whatever, you've got, you know, these 20 things or 10 things that you have to do. And along with those to-dos, like we said before, you can have some automation in there. You can automatically send questionnaires. You can automatically send contracts. You can automatically send emails. Um, and soon you'll be able to automatically send quotes and other things. But even on the email side alone, like the story I said before about, you know, thanks for booking or your wedding's coming up. So Rick might've touched on this one, but if if you didn't, once, once you build out a workflow and you've got the basics out of the way, essentially you can really start thinking about, because um, you're not having to write these emails every single time, every single wedding, you just have to build out a workflow one time, right? So you need to put a little bit of effort, half an hour or an hour or two hours to build this machine for you one time. And then that machine applies to every single wedding that you're going to shoot forever moving forward. I mean, it can obviously be updated, but if you know that, so instead of just, for example, doing the bare minimum and sending three auto emails to every single client, you can really think about like what other value can I provide to the client? Like you, we are the experts in weddings, right? So, you know, the couples don't know much. It's their most likely their first time or second time. Um, so, you know, you can send your preferred suppliers list, which is going to save them a shitload of time because the couple are also looking for DJs and cars and uh, florists or whatever. So we've been in this game for a while. We have friends and, you know, people that are freaking awesome that we can recommend to them, which is... One, it's good for our friends. And two, it's great for the couple because then it saves them having to Google and fluff around and look and trial and 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 whatever. So that's one example. Others are, um, you know, if you're shooting at the same venue often, you can send some inspiration about that venue or you can send tips about, I don't know, whatever, posing or just um, uh, an emergency kit for the bride and groom to bring on the day, whatever. Like we just, we know things that they don't know. Um, so by, you know, spending two minutes writing or creating that content and then chucking it into your workflow, which then will be sent out to every single couple moving forward. It's, it's, it's a really good opportunity to think about how else can I provide value, which also as a result improves, improves the client experience, which then as a result creates more referrals, right? So, you know, it sounds overwhelming when you have to, when you have to physically manually do it for every single wedding. So you kind of like, 
I can't, can't, can't be bothered too hard. I'm going to forget. But if you just have to do it one time and then apply it to every single wedding moving forward, it really opens you up to being able to provide a lot more value um, to your, your couples. Um, you know, I had just, just to wrap that up. I, I had uh, I was talking to a celebrant who uses Ninja and I was asking her what part of her job does she wish she didn't have to do, right? And uh, I'm not going to say who it was because then if couples are listening, they're probably not good marketing for her. <laughs> but um, she's like, she said to me, I really don't like doing the rehearsal. I don't like having to go to the venue, to drive for an hour to the venue to meet the couple and the bridal party and have to rehearse this thing for an hour and then drive home. She said it was a bit of a waste of time. So then we spoke about it. I'm like, well, why don't you go to the venue? Like next time, because she was pretty much referred by like three venues. So almost all of her weddings were at three venues. I'm like, why don't you just make a video of a rehearsal next time you're there with a couple? Ask the couple if they're cool, if we can record it. So she actually did that. She, a friend of hers was a videographer who went and basically recorded the rehearsal. And then she basically just sent a video of this rehearsal to every single couple automatically and has never had to go and do a rehearsal ever again. That's sick. <laughs> it's it's part of it's the amazing. workflow sends, you know, she still offers the rehearsal. You can still do it for a fee now. But here is, you know, a video of how, of everything that you need to know about, you know, um, the wedding ceremony. And couples watch that video and they learn everything they need. And basically no one has ever asked her to actually go to the venue. So she's just saved herself three hours for every single wedding by, this is an extreme example, but I'm just trying to, your, your listeners might, it might just spark some ideas about other things they may want to do. Um, which could save them time using automation. Yeah. I think that's the thing as well. Like using these automations, using workflows efficiently and effectively, it does save so much time, you know? And even if it's something that may not, you may not be comfortable to potentially automate, like it will still remind you and give us like, um, you know, like letting us know that we haven't done something or, you know, that we need to kind of like tick a box to essentially get rid of the red cross, so to speak. Um, for me, that's my favorite aspect because sometimes yes i may not want to physically send an automated email or maybe it's nothing to do with an email that's being sent maybe it's just a task that i need to complete and if it's overdue it's going to tell me it's overdue and that's pretty much like every day when i wake up i open up studio ninja and i look at what my overdue tasks are or what is coming up that i need to complete and you know like things like that it saves me so much time than having to trawl through hundreds of you know of clients and looking at where everything is or going into my gmail account and trying to like sift through who I've replied to emails or who I need to reply to. Like it just gives me so much more time back in my day um, and just saves me a lot of, you know, money as well, realistically. Yeah, just really quickly, just, I was going to say, let's get the three things that we sort of pride ourselves on is the saving time. We actually recently did a survey with all of our customers and said, you know, what's the one thing that you like the most? And uh, the, the highest uh, response was saving time, which is nice, which is what we'd be talking about. The other two things are uh, just being more organized. So, which is kind of what we're talking about as well. A lot of people can start feeling quite stressed because they're just not, they kind of lose track of what they have to do when and and, you know, some people can get really stressed actually, uh, just not knowing where they're at in their business with all the different clients. So it's, you know, having a system definitely not only saves you time, but removes a lot of stress out of your life by, by keeping you organized. And the last thing was, it does help you to make more money. Like, for example, um, you know, for every wedding that I shoot, I would send like a pick and choose quote. So I actually let the client pick and choose what they want. So we might've had a meeting and talked about the different packages that I offer and they've like, it's awesome. So I would normally finish the meeting by saying, hey guys, I'm just going to send you guys a formal quote just so it's in your inbox. And if you'd like to go ahead, I'm still available for this date until I'll either hold it for you or, you know, until someone else books it. So then they open their inbox and they click on this thing 
and they land on the client portal, which shows them, you know, my three different packages, but I also show them, for example, six different upgrades that they can get, which they might not have known about. So for example, hypothetically, um, I could charge 300 bucks to offer a drone, right? So in the moment, they're like, oh, Chris offers a drone. I didn't know that. And, um, you know, we're only getting married once. How sick would it be to get a drone shot? I'm happy to spend the extra 300 bucks. Then out of nowhere, with no extra effort, I've made an extra 300 bucks by sending this quote, which is templated anyway. So now the system has helped me make more money without any effort on my behalf. So it's those, those kind of three things we pride ourselves on, helping our crew make more money, save more time, and uh, remove a bunch of stress by being more organized. Yeah, for sure. Because it's not, it's not like a set and forget thing that you should do. Like I know like for myself, I continually um, like adapt like my workflow and change my workflow based on like how else I can provide more value like for clients. And if a couple of questions come through in my emails, I'm like, oh, well, this is something I could actually answer, but I'm typing out the email manually. Uh, maybe it's something I can create a video on. Maybe it's something I can like, create an email on. Maybe it's something I can create like a bit of a Canva template on as well and put that into, um, into Studio Ninja. But I suppose it will be a disservice if we didn't have the co-founder of Studio Ninja on without asking a question of like, what are some tips that you can provide some creative business owners on how they can run their business like a CEO? Uh, well, pretty much everything we've spoken about, but <laughs> you know, I guess, oh my God, where do I start? Okay, so basically like the goal, the goal, the from goal the <laughs> is to over time, remove yourself from the business or remove yourself from the things that you don't wanna be doing. I generally like the low, the low value tasks, right? Like in my opinion, admin, which is why I created Ninja. So I want, you know, the photographers in the world spend more time shooting because that's the, the creative people who generally, I'm generalizing, but generally don't enjoy the business side or the admin side of business. So, you know, get something in place, which is going to automate the low value. Like you shouldn't, spending your time sending emails is kind of a waste of time. Like, like that stuff can be automated, right? So that already frees you up to do other interesting and creative things. Either growing the business by spending their time marketing or spending their time doing more shoots or spending their time with your family, right? Um, just a really quick, you know, we, we're usually so busy heads down in the, in the guts of Ninja that I don't really kind of sometimes forget to kind of smell the roses. You know, there's been a few times over the last few years where someone, two, two ex oh, one example specifically comes to mind where a woman sent me a video testimonial saying, Chris, like Ninja has literally saved my marriage. Uh, and I'm like watching this video, like, what the hell? What do you mean? And it goes on to say, you know, me and my husband were fighting so much because I, every night I was up on my computer working and, and then I would be stressed and I would, I would take it out on the family. Like, you know, my kids, my husband needed me for things, but I couldn't give them any attention because I was just so deeply focused on struggling to the admin side of my business. But now Ninja does the majority of it. You know, it's, it's literally rekindled our marriage and I'm so, so happy. So thank you, right? So that kind of goes on to the CEO question of like, separate yourself from the low, I mean, essentially you could completely separate yourself from the whole business, get a shooter, you know, get get a CRM to do the admin and you can just oversee everything. That's that's probably a bit too extreme. But um, other things, it all kind of revolves around removing yourself from the lower value items. So admin is one of them. The other ones for me personally, like I used to do all my own bookkeeping. So, you know, once a quarter, I would just freaking have nightmares about the next day where I just spend like six hours going through freaking receipts and, and reconciling everything. So I'm like, okay, well, I can get a bookkeeper for 200 bucks you know, a quarter or whatever and or 300 bucks a quarter and they're going to do it for me. 
So at first it's like, God, is it worth spending the money? But then when I finally did it, not only did it free up the time, but also freed up just the creativity and the brain power to then think about other things. And then there's, you know, the post-production side. Like I'm not sure about video as much as photo, but like AI is coming a long way. And I know some people are scared because it can do certain things, but um, you know, I'm friends with a couple of the guys that um, have like AI editing companies and it's fascinating. Like the, the, it will learn your editing style. And I know, you know, sometimes I was like this too, where I was too scared to let go. Like I'm the creative, I want to edit my photos my way. And I did that for years and years and years. And then I finally started outsourcing it. And I thought no one could do it better than me. And then I outsourced it and they did it better than me. I'm like, oh my God, like they did, they did do it better than me. And it, like, it was, it was really, I thought I have to go back and forth, back and forth hundred times to fix the edits and fit. And it's going to be more effort than it's worth. But that wasn't the case in my scenario. It was, it was an awesome experience. It was done better than I could have done it uh, at an affordable price, which then again freed me up to either do more marketing, push the business, think creatively about other businesses or whatever, you know, which, which, which maybe sparked the idea of Ninja. I had another software doing a lot of my boring admin stuff. I'd outsourced my retouching. I'd outsourced my bookkeeping. And then suddenly I had time to listen to podcasts and think about other ideas. And then here comes Ninja, right? So yeah, because it's, it's just amazing, right? Because like, I know we, we've spoken about time a fair bit and we've we've probably reiterated, reiterated a couple of times on like how much time it actually saves. But until you realize that the, the grass is so much greener on the other side. And like, I know like for me, um, my priority is like, Yes, part of it is a business owner, but it's actually to be a good husband, to be a good father. It's to make sure I have the time with my kids and my family to do those things that I want to do, but also like have the peace in mind that my business is also running like a well-oiled machine as well. And this is what it does. And it could be Studio Ninja. It could be any like any other software, but it's using software. AI is coming out, which is, it's going to be a, a game changer. And those that really aren't going to adapt are really going to be left behind and like we use ai um we try to obviously for video editing it's not it's not really uh there yet but for you photographers out there that's it, it is a game changer and i'm sure that frees up so much more time yeah and again i'm not saying completely separate yourself from the business but it does free up you know like we've got a design philosophy at ninja where you know in our facebook group there's thousands and thousands of people wanting more and more features right normal <laughs> and i love the passion of that but it's just not possible and <laughs> Another thing it's very important to us because I experienced this with the software that I was using previously is we want to give you guys more and more functionality, but not at the expense of making it more complicated or we don't want a new customer or a new photographer to come on board and not understand it. So when we build out these new and new features and more power, it can't affect anyone's existing workflow or like just how they use the system. Like we don't want it if it's currently one click to get to the invoice. We cannot release a feature, which then suddenly forces it to be three clicks to get to the invoice. Like that's just going to ruin it for everyone. So I guess my point is it's kind of similar to when you start outsourcing your editing or whatever. I just, it just like you and my business partner, like other co-founder is like, you don't really understand because I, I didn't really understand. So I'm like, you wouldn't just build this feature and make it, put it there. He's like, we can't, even the visual clutter, you don't really realize, but the photographer is looking at the screen and suddenly there's three more options. It requires you to think about those three options. What's the outcome of those three options? And then choose one of the three options, which previously was one option. So even that multiplying decision after decision after decision 
just becomes quite exhausting. So uh, that's kind of the part of like, for example, outsourcing the admin or outsourcing the retouching. It's really just taken away that it's freed up your time, but it's also freed up a lot of brain power, like brain. It's not taxing your brain as much. Yeah. So then you really have an opportunity to, to think about other things, other opportunities and just scale your business. I mean, you may not want to start up other businesses, but you can, if this stuff is automated, you know, what you could previously only at capacity do 30 weddings. Now you freed up this time. So you can probably do 80 weddings which is just like almost two and a half extra income, um, which then, then gives you other options, right? So yeah, hope that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, definitely does. And I, I even think like, you know, we've spoken a lot about like like video and photo specific, but there are a lot of people that are using like Pseudo Ninja, for instance, that aren't specifically uh, like photo and video people. There's a lot of like makeup artists. I know my sister's jumped on board recently and she's a makeup artist. Um, you know, there's like a lot of celebrants. There's people from like, you know, all walks of the wedding world specifically. And I'm sure there's probably people using it out there that aren't even in the wedding world as well, right? Which is amazing. And so I know we have probably harped on a fair bit about the photo video side of things, but that's because the three of us are in that realm. And that's originally what Student Ninja was created for. But, you know, even when we're talking about this like CEO mindset and, you know, maybe going back to a little bit about what we chatted with Rick about as well is like, even if like you are using Studio Ninja, that's a great option for you if you are like a celebrant, a florist or whatever. Maybe another way to like free up your time and to, you know, like really utilize Studio Ninja and they're like, I guess, giving yourself a bit of a life back outside of the business is maybe thinking about implementing like a VA and things like that as well. And if you have all of these things in place, your life will just become a lot more simple. And, you know, yes, like there are options out there for all of these things. But for us personally, like, you know, Studio Ninja has made a massive change in the way that we run our business. And I've like, we see it on the daily, like in that Facebook group, man, there's a lot of people in that Facebook group talking about, <laughs> uh, you know, various things and they're always wanting more from you. So maybe when it comes to like, just maybe tell us what is next for Studio Ninja. Like you guys are always working bloody hard behind the scenes and we know that and we love that and um, we can see it. So what is next for you guys? What's on the cards? What's the goals? If you can uh, share them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few things. You know, it's quite funny. Again, I look back to the early days where uh, our roadmap was, for example, 15 or 20 features, right? It's like, cool, Ninja is going to be these 20 features and that's what the product would be. This is before I knew anything, right? So then it's really interesting as we've, as the years have gone by and more and more customers come on board, we've obviously finished those 20 features years and years ago. And now our roadmap has like a thousand features on it. It's just like there's the, the, the to-do list is just so epic where I kept thinking, I remember other founders had warned me about this, but what I, what I thought would happen is the, the, the to-do list will go down, but actually the to-do list goes up for some reason, either through um, you know, new awesome ideas that our users have told us about, either technology is changing, AI is coming, you know, we've, we have ideas of you know, implementing ChatGPT into the email system. So... If a, for example, this is far in the future, but like, for example, a client can email you, can email you or email you, respond to one of your auto emails. And then the system will like, based on all the knowledge it knows of the whole internet of like the best response possible would, could, could probably, could, for example, just give you a sample of what that response could be like to give the best possible outcome. Wow. Anyway, that, that's future stuff. <laughs> Mind that's blown. Stuff. Yeah, I know. Crazy. It's like the, the, the couple have responded with this and then it's like, you know, here's an example of what you could say back. And this is like based on the millions of emails that the AI has read across the whole internet yeah. with billions and billions of weddings, this response will get you the best outcome. Wow. It's fascinating. Um, things that are on the cards, you know, we, we've launched an online booking system recently, which, uh, 
you know, Ninja is for photographers in general. It's not just weddings. It's for portrait photographers. We have probably half of our customers shoot portraits, um, which includes, you know, pets, kids, couples, families, uh, all that other stuff, uh, seniors, mini sessions. So uh, we, we did have a big push to create this online booking system to help those portrait photographers basically just put a link on the website and anybody can just click the link, choose a package, choose a time and, and book that photographer, uh, which helps them to, again, free up some time and for their diaries. But what we haven't done yet is uh, allowed that ability of using this online scheduler or online booking system to schedule appointments. So soon, you know, you can send an auto email to a client in the wedding world, for example, to say, hey, click this link and schedule a time for our next meeting or to do a, an engagement shoot or whatever. Like, so we're going to build out this scheduler and online booking system a bit more to have more power. Small features like payment schedules in there, bigger features like booking appointments and, and uh, engagement shoots and stuff. So that's on the cards. Not so much for us Australians, but we're currently building out a bit of tax and invoice stuff. So a lot of our users are not only in Australia, they're overseas and they live in areas which require um, different tax options. So not very exciting, but um, it will help them a lot if we build this thing. So that's kind of in the in the works at the moment. We do want to create something that we'll probably call uh, retain. So the ability to automatically automatically communicate with your clients outside of a job or after a job. So for example, happy anniversary. You know, it's been a year since you, you've been married, you know, and a, an opportunity to market to your you know, existing clients. That's sick. Happy birthday, happy anniversary, all this sort of stuff, which, you know, in a year time, in two years time, three years time, hey, I mean, you probably wouldn't say this, but any babies on the cards yet, you know, do you want to do a, a baby shoot or whatever? That's an example, yeah. um, uh, which helps photographers to obviously make more money again by creating recurring, recurring work. Like, I mean, everyone knows this, but, you know, a wedding turns into a family or, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a wedding, which then has a kid, which then has another kid potentially. And then there's, you know, generational photos down the track so if you are into that thing you know one couple can lead to quite a lot of work down the track if you are diversifying what you're shooting we're thinking about an sms functionality that one's still a maybe because we can't offer it for free so that's kind of we're still thinking about that one uh the ability for you guys to sms your clients um we're thinking about or have kind of solved this one already how to add surcharges so then the clients will be paying your credit card fees instead of you guys um Tipping, so your clients will be able to tip you. Again, a bit more of an American thing, but uh, you know, if, if a client has loved a service, they can pay you a bit extra, which is nice. Um, more integrations, this AI stuff is on the cards. Um, God, the list is pretty epic, lots, actually. Lots happening. Yeah, so obviously, yeah, a lot going on, which we love that. And as, as users, it makes us very confident in the systems that we are using as well. Um, but mate, today has been absolutely wonderful. <laughs> you know, Matt and I could talk forever about, uh, especially on the business side, because it's not often we get to really just like dive deep into, you know, like what are the systems that we're using that are helping us to provide like a high end experience for our couples. And this is this is really the the secret sauce. Um, and this is really a, pl a platform that allows us to showcase the quality that we are and raise up time for me to spend more time creating you know, the, the work that I'm doing, um, it gives me time to spend with my family, but it also allows me to showcase the work and build a business that I'm actually really proud of. And the, the biggest thing is it's personal. Like it is a system. It is a platform that you can do whatever you want with it. And that is the biggest thing. Mate, thank you so much for 
all the work that you've doing, and we're pretty excited to see what what else is going to come our way. Yeah, man, it has been a lot of work, and uh, yeah, we, we're only just starting. So lots of awesome things are on the horizon. Uh, um, the work doesn't stop, and yeah, the goals are the same, just to help you guys. You know, kind of even. Sometimes people can get you know, a bit jaded by their businesses. It's like, oh, like I've got to do this thing. And I, you kind of start not enjoying being the business owner anymore. So, you know, systems like ours and other things can really help you to kind of refine your love and passion for, you know, being a creative or a photographer and just, just really enjoy the things that you want to be doing, like shooting and stuff. So hopefully we can take a lot of that other burden stuff away from you guys so you can do more of the things that you want to do. Mate, love it. And there's... Uh... Nobody likes doing admin. So if you can take that burden off us, we're all for it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we really appreciate you taking the time to jump on today for the Make It Epic Winning podcast and have a chat and talk all things to you Ninja. It has been an absolute treat having you. And um, as Tim said, we are so excited to see what you guys are going to be bringing out in the future because our favorite thing is, is that you are working on it nonstop. And like every business owner out there, we love what we do and we're always wanting to uh, improve the experience for our customers, no matter if we own a creative business or if we are the owner of a CRM, it is great to hear that you guys are working your bums off and trying to make a better experience for everybody. So uh, we really appreciate taking the time. and um, Yeah. Yeah. And having a daily dip in the bay, which is yeah. cool. <laughs> maybe we'll add that to <laughs> That'll our. That'll wake you up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, mate, we're excited. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for taking the time to chat to us today. And um, until next week, everybody, we will speak to you all then. Um, enjoy your week and take care. Bye. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.